Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When you're a 415-er, 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415, hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, on the on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game, we're going to get into some draft day hot takes today with the 49ers could and might not be doing in the upcoming NFL draft. As we're recording this on Wednesday, it will drop on Thursday, day of the NFL draft. Going to talk about some quarterback rumors that once were and now are not, as well as maybe something else that the 49ers hinted at this week. But before we do so, that's Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. Mark, my man, how are you? I'm doing well, Evan. Uh, recording this Wednesday evening, as you mentioned, those of you watching along on YouTube, on 95.7 The Games YouTube, you can see I'm wearing uh, my proud Arsenal jersey, of course, uh, for those of you that are uh, soccer fans, football fans. Uh, not a very good day for the European Gunners. football fans. Yeah, European yeah. football fans. Um, not a very good day for the Gunners of Arsenal losing uh, in, a, in a title chase. So despite that, I'm doing all right. Warriors playoffs, you know, NFL draft is around the corner. I have other things to occupy my mind. So I don't have to dwell on a on a bad loss for my favorite soccer team. But other than that, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Look, obviously, my day is going a little bit better than yours. A 3-1 <laughs> L to the top team in the Prem. 4-1. 4-1. Oh, 4-1. Oh, yeah. they got one more. Yeah. Sorry, I missed that. Erling Holland, the uh, the legend, the young <laughs> the young goat, got one very late. So the legend continues to grow for Erling Holland. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and apparently the the legend, at least in San Francisco, is oh, growing goodness. a little bit for one Sam Darnold because look, we talked about John Lynch's comments prior to the NFL draft, discussed some things about Trey Lance, shut some things down about Nick Bosa as well as Brandon Ayuk, but Christian McCaffrey was publicly available for comments, I believe, on Tuesday, Mark. And he was, of course, asked about his former teammate, Sam Darnold, formerly of Carolina, now with San Francisco, potential uh, QB in the mix for the 49ers. And his quote about Darnold was, quote, he can bring he can make any throw. He's a smart quarterback, does not play beyond anything, and does exactly what he's told all the time and adds some flair. So before we dig into those comments, uh 
I'll offer you the first serve, Mark. What did you make of Christian McCaffrey sticking up for his dude? Well, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Sticking up for a guy that he was teammates with last year. Uh, They both went to school out in the West Coast. I'm sure they knew each other from before they were in the National Football League. Um, it's, It's important to note, or at least to just say, Christian McCaffrey is not going to disparage any person on the roster. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be someone he's just met the day before. He's only going to say good things about that person. Uh, he's never going to trash anyone that, that's on his roster. Like, it, it's just simply not going to happen. So I think take all of these comments with a grain of salt. But when you look at the uh, the large, I don't know, scheme of things and the bigger picture, This is just kind of another notch in the Sam Darnold column. And that column recently, Evan, is getting pretty, you know, filled up. And there aren't very many notches on the Trey Lance column. So maybe by itself doesn't mean all that much. He's his former teammate, current teammate as well. A guy he's known longer than most guys, at least personal relationship than most guys that, that, you know, are on the 49ers roster currently. Um, And it's a teammate. Um, but when you take into account the larger picture, uh, maybe it's a it's a sign of something that that could be coming this offseason for the 49ers. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that Christian McCaffrey, number one, consummate pro, obviously has some familiarity with Darnold, even going back to college, of course, USC, Stanford, and then in Carolina. Um, but I do think this is a little more about Christian McCaffrey. And, and that's honestly a player, Mark. We have not discussed a whole lot this offseason and was the primary reason, in my opinion, behind the 49ers run even maybe you can make an argument more so than Brock Purdy towards the tail end of the season. Once he got there, they were a completely different team. And I think Christian McCaffrey maybe isn't the sole reason. We've mentioned Steve Wilkes moving from Carolina now to the defensive coordinator position in San Francisco as a connection between Darnold and the 49ers. But if I'm Sam Darnold, I saw what Christian McCaffrey did in 2017. I've seen what he's done when he's not injured. And I want to play with Christian McCaffrey. Everyone in the NFL should want to play with Christian McCaffrey if you want your life to be easier. Combine that with the amount of weapons and the amount of playmakers surrounding CMC. Uh, yeah, I, I want to I be with them. And now it's just really about Sam Darnold having a chance to get on the field, which apparently, according to Kyle Shanahan, he's going to have a chance to do getting QB1 reps alongside Trey Lance until Brock Purdy is healthy enough to give it a go. Uh, so when I hear Christian McCaffrey kind of sticking up for his guy, number one, I hear everything that he's talking about him saying, quote, does exactly what he's told to do. Uh, that's a 49ers cornerback, check, uh, quarterback. And the flair part, isn't to me so much as something that fits the San Francisco offense as it is trying to, you know, just kind of sprinkle a little extra pepper on top of the Darnold train. And I understand why CMC is doing it. And I think that the main reason why Sam Darnold is in San Francisco is because of number 23. So I have a question for you because something that I've been wrestling with over the last, what, month and a half since Sam Darnold was signed here. Maybe maybe it's been a little longer than that, almost two months. Um, you and I had this conversation a lot leading up to the signing and even after the signing. You know, there's a, a line at which, you know, a quarterback better than that line, you know, higher than that line tells you what the Niners think about Trey Lance. Um, and you know, if the Niners bring that quarterback in, maybe it means they don't believe in Trey Lance. I think you and I both agreed that, um, 
Sam Darnold was above that line, maybe slightly, but but probably above that line. But you and I then are trying to figure out, okay, well, was Sam Darnold promised something ahead of time? Did the Niners tell them him something about Trey Lance? Was he just going in and is he content being a third string guy potentially? Um, is he just trying to rehab his career with a year of not playing, learning a great offensive system, a la Mitch Trubisky, who did that with Buffalo, and then got another chance at a starting job, although it did not go well. What is the motivation for Sam Donald to be here? I think my line of thinking is he was probably told something um, about Trey Lance and the Niners' belief in Trey Lance or lack thereof. But you say something interesting. Maybe he just loves Christian McCaffrey so much. Do you think his desire to play with Christian McCaffrey is enough to sway him to potentially go to a place where he might only be a third string quarterback instead of somewhere else where he has a legitimate chance to actually play some snaps. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus well, I, and I don't mean to parse your question, but I do think that the last two things you mentioned are completely connected. Yes, he has the chance to probably be, and I, I think, quarterback three, but he also has a chance to play. Like when you're in San Francisco and you're a quarterback, your number <laughs> might just be called at a moment's notice. So I do think that there is some thinking from Sam Darnold of, all right, where am I looking at that's going to be great? Not only to, like all the factors you mentioned, I think play into this. If you're looking for one that's the biggest, I think that if Sam Darnold can get on the field, number 23 is the biggest reason why he wants to be in San Francisco. I don't think necessarily Sam Darnold was promised anything, but I think he's smart enough to read the room and say, okay, well, you drafted this guy. You kind of didn't want to play him his first year. You started him his second year, but then he got hurt. And then... You went down to your third string guy and he stepped up and now he's vaulted himself into the forefront, but he's also injured. Where is there the best situation for me as a backup quarterback to potentially start with the best possible roster? And if I don't play, where can I rehabilitate my image? All through those factors align with the 49ers. Maybe in, I think me using the phrase, you know, what did the Niners promise him is probably a little too strong. I just think that there's a, a big part of me that believes when the Niners approach Sam Darnold, one, maybe Sam Darnold's a little bit surprised saying, hey, you've got two quarterbacks on your roster right now. What do you need me for? Uh, he asked the question, Sam Darnold did, asking John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, well, what do you think about Trey Lance? Do you still think he's your quarterback of the future? 
And maybe the Niners didn't answer completely seriously or completely honestly, but they probably gave Sam Darnold a little bit of an idea about how they actually feel about him. And I, I would be shocked if that was not part of Sam Darnold's decision to come here and join the San Francisco 49ers. And I, I think we're seeing more and more evidence of that as, you know, weeks pass. I want to ask you one other question. Did you happen to hear Jordan Palmer, who's the brother of Carson Palmer? He is Sam Darnold's personal quarterback coach. He was on the Green Light podcast with Chris Long, and he was talking about the Niners quarterback room. And he said, you know, Trey Lance has been there, and they're an organization, the 49ers, that do things right, and that's good for Trey Lance. And then he said, quote, but the guy who's going to start there, Sam Darnold, hasn't been with an organization like that. I know it's it's semantics and we can dive into that's what he actually meant. But his personal quarterback coach is saying Sam Darnold is going to start there. I mean, what does that mean? It's it, it seems like maybe a conversation from Sam Darnold to Jordan Palmer about, I don't know, their conversations when he signed the contract. Like, hey, we expect you to play some games with us, whatever the conversation was. But it just seems like the evidence is pointing towards the fact that Sam Darnold maybe not given a promise, but has given, he somehow is under the impression that he's going to be playing games. Well, and I'm sure he's got the mentality that he's going to be playing games. Otherwise you wouldn't sign with the team. I I know that between the three quarterbacks now on the roster, Sam Darnold, even though he does have some injury history, his biggest ability, ability is availability. He's started 10 or more games in the NFL, four of his first five seasons, was hampered the majority of last year because of a high ankle sprain and then finished out with a, you know, a, a quality record for a team that nearly made the playoffs. So he's riding high in a sense and doesn't want to go to a place where he can't play. But he also, I think, one, probably sees the way the 49ers look at their quarterbacks as far as not having faith in Trey Lance, body language-wise, and also the fact that they're kind of having tryouts, or at least they've had tryouts. Like, they haven't had a stable quarterback room and a stable hierarchy for quite some time. And that to me, combined with the fact they have maybe the best roster in football is absolutely a place I want to be because via association or of course, participation, you're going to get paid at the end of this season. So it's a win-win for Sam Darnold. I think that's the bigger, biggest reason why he's there. Maybe. I don't know. I, I guess I could kind of see it. I'm not totally sure. I, I see it as a win-win. Like if he doesn't play, I don't think he's gaining all that much. Um, I, I know, you know, I, I just used the example of Mitch Trubisky who didn't play for a year behind Josh Allen and then got another starting opportunity. I would argue that Sam Darnold's reputation at this point is higher than Mitch Trubisky's was at the end of his Chicago career. Maybe I'm splitting hairs and you you disagree, but that's how I personally feel. I feel like if Sam Darnold sits on the bench for a year with the 49ers, he's he just delayed his next opportunity by a year. I don't think that any expectations or opinions on him change all that much if he doesn't play. So if I'm Sam Darnold, I feel like, and again, I could be wrong here, I feel like I want to go somewhere where I can play and prove myself. And I want to go to a good team. Now, those options are relatively limited because you are a relatively unproven quarterback who has not been successful, who has not been on a winning team. How are you going to go to a winning team 
and play football, thereby increasing your, I don't know, your, your stock, your ability, your, you know, the opinion of yourself in other people's minds. Maybe the Niners are the only opportunity and, you know, it's not a perfect solution. So maybe he's giving up some opportunity, you know, for the right to play for a good team. I, I don't know, but I would tend to push back on the idea that he would be willing to go somewhere where he doesn't really think he's going to play. I, I think playing is the most important thing for Sam Darnold. And again, I could have it totally wrong. I don't know him personally, but th that's just how I run through kind of the, the chain of events. No, I, I think I think you're on target. He, he wants to play. I also think there's a calculated risk here because yeah. he's 25 going on 26. He's still relatively in the prime of his career. Signed one-year deal. He's going to make a little bit of money. And if it doesn't work out, then he's in the same place that he was the year prior. And I don't think that unless he gets hurt, his stock is damaged all that much. So I, I, I hear what you're saying. And yes, I think in his mind, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go in San Francisco anytime they, they need me. And ideally it's at the beginning of the season, perhaps filling in for Brock if he's hurt and who knows if Trey Lance is going to be in the mix. But I, I also see it just being a, a kind of a strategic move by Brock Purdy or sorry, by Sam Darnold and his camp. Um, to try and get to a place where he can have a high ceiling, but also the exact same floor as he did in Carolina. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think probably the reality of the situation is there isn't a situation in the league um, that is perfect for Sam Darnold. There isn't a place where he's given the starting job and where the team has a relatively decent chance at being successful, where he's going to be given the starting job are teams that are probably going to be bad. And on the teams that are going to be successful that want Sam Darnold, they're not going to give him the starting job. So he's going to have to compromise somewhere. And maybe his compromise was, okay, I'll go to the 49ers where I'm not necessarily for sure going to play games, but maybe it's my best opportunity considering their injury history. I, I, that That's probably where the reality lies for the most part.